Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. I gotta go to bed. I know I want it. I'm running like a matador. Blue and white colors burn. Red through my eye skin. Understanding where I'm from. Okay. Uh, it's the Olympics. Those are, are happening, I guess. Uh, which meant uh, that last night uh, I was relegated to watching UVA beat Duke on the road on a computer screen like a goddamn animal. <laughs> uh, and, you know... I think it, it, that is objectively the wrong way to watch sports. Oh, but Pierce, the, the I mean on a computer. Angle. I mean on a computer, computer screen. screen. But Pierce, you you have brought us a, a, a sort of different take on yeah. on a wrong way to watch sports that I, I, I think we'd like to talk about. So I think. It, it, I will I will come out and say what I initially said and then we can do <laughs> You're going to walk it back already? <laughs> no, no. I I'm not I'm not yeah, I'm going to go through the phases of of like a, a denial and acceptance that I went through. So, I think I was watching either basketball or or soccer and, and then it was one of those weekends where there was basketball, there's soccer and then also some like divisional round football games or something. And and I'm watching them, and and I was reminded of of I think someone was breaking something down or, or talking about some strategy, and they mentioned the all twenty two cam, um, which is an NFL thing, and it just kind of hit me all at once that that I felt like as presented to us on the TV screen or the computer screen, you know, depending on on where you are, um, we're watching all these sports wrong and and by wrong i mean the way the game is played and flows for the players is not the way that we are consuming it as um viewers and this is one of those things like all cows are females that i just had never thought about before until i stopped and thought no this this is like this i think is important that that the way we are consuming this is not how when you're playing it or, or even like I think about basketball coaches, the way they kind of maneuver themselves to kind of stare down the the course of play, the, the run of play, basketball coaches, that is. It's it's to look at it more like, you know, your offense or your defense may see something. And I'm used to it, obviously, but it had me thinking, you know, Am I missing something here? And Sean, you responded very aggressively to this. Yeah. So the main difference between we are all watching sports the wrong way and all cows are female is that one of those is factually true. And one of those is the thing you said about watching sports. The the thing that's, that is factually true is that we watch the game in a different capacity or the game is broadcast in a different capacity than a player executes their tasks. Now that is correct. But mm -hmm. of course it is like that. That is so obvious as to not even merit saying. Yeah. Do, 
do you want VR? Yeah, sports just like all cows are female. I don't have to say it, but I had to like no, recognize but, but those no, two you things. Do, you do have to say that because while definitionally cow is a, a female bovine, it, it is also just a sort of general human shorthand for bovines. Mm-hmm. So like you, you actually do. Even if it's dumb that you need to say it, you kind of do need to remind people from time to time. But the the main uh, the main point that I'm I was trying to make is that um, I, I actually I think that uh, you know uh, some basketball broadcasts have attempted to do this before and have showed as their primary angle, you know, looking down the court from one end to the other and it's terrible it's terrible all the time and i think there's a very specific reason for that which is that it flattens the shit out of your depth perception perspection perception depth perception Mm -hmm. that's the phrase uh and so you can't get a good you can't get as good a read on where people are on the court and where people are with respect to the basket as you would otherwise. Yeah, and to, and just to clarify on that point, that that's really only a reality of, you know, the TV. Like Pierce and I had the totally. season tickets there and it was great. But yes, on TV it just does not work. Totally. And and the reason that is is because you know, especially if you're up in an upper deck, you can resolve that by sort of tilting yourself upwards so that you're actually looking down onto the playing surface more and so that fixes that because you can then see the dimensions more clearly but all you know fundamentally what what this comes back to is that a tv broadcast is taking something that is happening in a three-dimensional space on the field on the court and it's translating it into a two-dimensional medium, which is your TV screen. And so like you have to strike you have to strike all of these balances when you're figuring out how to shoot a live sporting event. And it's the reason why you see so many different camera angles throughout the course of a broadcast. There is the main sort of run of play camera, but you do you get instant replays that are from that looking down the court angle you get instant replays from behind the basket in basketball you get you know replay shots in football that are showing you a receiver running their route you know or things like that like you know a lot of these things i think people talk about like the all 22 and i don't know man i don't i don't think you'd actually like to watch a football game through the all 22 camera as much as you think you would yeah, I, I think that that's a, a, uh, an interesting point, too, because I do think about so the choices that are so for for football, for uh, for basketball, um, hockey and, and soccer, I think. Yeah. Um, and baseball. Baseball is the outlier, which, you know, we can get to baseball is baseball. Um you know, there's that pretty standard east. I'll call it the east to west kind mm-hmm. of view. You know, moving left to right, right to left across the screen, and and I do think it is is curious because you know with with basketball, 
and and hockey for the most part um you you kind of and, and soccer you do it so that you can really see basically all of the play at once football i think is the oddity there because there is a lot of the play that you are not seeing i mean you can't see the receiver that's 15 yards down the field um you can kind of see across the field from from uh uh, end line to end line um but but you can't necessarily see the whole thing now we did get one thing there you mentioned the all 22 but but max i'd actually be interested as because i think feel like we've watched games before where this was something that was you know a bit more awe-inspiring one thing we got to is is height and how height plays an aspect in, in getting that third you know third dimension sky cam for the nfl i think has been fairly successful in adding a little bit more whereas for like the nba people have said it is confusing and not as good looking do you have any thoughts on on maybe why skycam for the nfl is is a bit more enjoyable and and not uh nausea inducing is is skycam the one on the ropes the spider cam yeah um it's a good question. I mean, my initial reaction would be maybe that I feel like the average NFL play just takes up more geographic space than an NBA play. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have receivers going downfield and whatnot. Um, but I'm not sure why it would be less nauseating. No, I don't. I don't well, know. here's see you. You've hit on it there. And I think it's important. There, there is a limit to to where you can go in a in a half court possession of of an NBA game. We kind of know every time you go to the line with the NFL, it's like there there are the linemen. Then then there's the uh, you know the offense holding the ball. There are the linemen. Then there are the linebackers that core. And then there's a secondary. And everybody kind of moves. And you don't really have linemen running into the secondary. So I think there are these nice tiers and so you don't get that squishing that you get if you know if you're John Morant and you drive into the lane everybody can converge on you at once in a way that um you know uh Aaron, even Aaron Donald is not going to run into the secondary to to come yeah. you know stop somebody no i think that's a good point yeah it's like they it's kind of some predisposed or not predisposed but you you have a general idea of the way the movement's going to happen and it happens in bursts, so your yeah. brain can maybe expect, like, okay, the receivers are going to run generally in that direction. I think that's a good point. And also, the the thing, the good thing that the spider cam gives you as a sort of change of pace alternative view is that it gives you that sense of movement because I think it's hard to, uh, you know, it's much harder to conceptualize if you're watching on TV their football field is 300 feet long. You know, mm-hmm. there's a, a, if you, you know, they call it vertical when you're going down the field. Like, there's a, a verticality to, like, a long run that there just isn't on a standard basketball play because in a half-court set, like, everything is happening within 25 feet of the rim. It's like there's no need yeah. for something to track movement. And so, like, for me, if I were at a basketball game, I would actually find, like, the presence of the spider cam very, you know, uh, kind of annoying and disconcerting as it, like, bobs in and out, you know, around around my field of vision. Um, But, like, you know... 
I do, but I I still think that it has a lot of value just as an additive. Mm-hmm. I mean, you need you need that variety. Yeah, and I know that like ESPN offers you can watch a full game on like one of those cams or something. I know they started. I think they started doing that with um, college basketball, specifically the Duke UNC game some years ago. And and like it's it's often there for a lot of games because I mean it's it's not like there's a well I think there is a camera operator, but it's not like there's someone sitting up there on it. Like it just zooms around. Um, but yeah, I think that just the size of of these these fields uh, has has an impact on it. I mean, that does speak to, and I don't watch a lot of hockey anymore, unfortunately. But I bet there's a lot of room for for cool things there. Now, the thing with with hockey is it is a larger field, so to speak. Um, they're also moving very very fast, so I, I think you've got some of the speed of of basketball, but like fast and in more space. Um, so I'd be very curious. Like ESPN has some rights now, I'd be curious what what they do. Um, but to to kind of get to the other thing, so these are maybe working against how play happens, but but the one that that as it happens and as it's shown are. are very much the same you know kevin baseball is one that we have not mentioned yet and it is one that you you view it more or less as it is played and i think part of that has to do with weirdly baseball is the only we're not discussing tennis um baseball is is a ultimately a one-on-one matchup every every play so to speak yeah baseball has the interesting problem of even if you try to kind of show it from the like it has the it has the problem of cutting from the pitching view to kind of the batter's view after after the ball is hit mm-hmm. and so you kind of get yeah when you're watching the pitch you're seeing it essentially from the pitcher's perspective mm-hmm. and um after the ball goes into play if you can't you get the camera switches to this you know overhead view which is kind of looking at it from the perspective of the batter, and um, it does have this weird problem when you when you are watching it, like unless you when you're more seasoned with baseball, you can usually tell, but like it's hard to tell, like oh, was that a foul ball when he hit it, or you know, is that a really high pop fly, or is it a you know, is that you know a dinger? And um, so I think that like baseball does do it. In, in a unique way, but it also has like a tough problem that leads to some other problems. Think about what what we've you've just described. And at first, I was going to say, oh, you you know, the when the batter hits the ball, you're now the batter is like in control. No, what you're doing the whole time, and you really don't do in any other sport. And, and correct me if if I'm wrong here, but baseball, as as it is shown, and as a sport too, it follows the defense. You're, you, a lot of times you don't see the where the runner is, but you yeah. see where the ball is, yeah, and you see how yeah it follows the ball, which is in the defense's <laughs> control. And I mean that is the thing that is unique. And if you as as I did one time at work, talk to an older person about baseball, they're like, you know, baseball is great because the defense starts with the ball. I'm like, all right, cool, man. But <laughs> it, it it comes out, and I think it is accurate in its depiction here because you that that proves for a different view and i think it is one of the more exciting things about baseball is just that like you know this camera really is moving you are getting different views all the time but importantly you're talking what you're talking about is a difference in the sport not in the way that it's shot 
because football broadcasts follow the ball. Hockey broadcasts follow the puck. Soccer broadcasts follow the ball. You know, like that's that's what they're doing. That's what all of but these the things offense, are doing. The offense has the ball in all those situations. Yes, whereas absolutely. D- defense. And that's that's really what I'm saying is like defense is more in control of oh. of the action of play in, in the, the broadcast. Yes. Yeah, well, I think with good. I think with baseball, like even if you're a spectator in the arena, it 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 just has you can get with most sports. There's a spot you can sit and you can get essentially a complete view of what's going on. Whereas with baseball, again, unless you're like really good or unless you really like know what you're looking for, it is pretty tough to tell what like if you're sitting behind home plate as a spectator, it's kind of hard to read pitches and if they're hitting the strike zone or not. And then like consequently. If you are behind the pitcher, then it's it can be kind of you can still get some of like those depth perception issues and like place the first base or whatever you know with the runner coming. Yeah, I mean you're kind of always missing if you're trying to like track pitches, you're always missing one dimension because if you're sitting, you know, if you're sitting on, if you're sitting behind home plate, and you're not like in the second row you lose out on the height aspect. If you're sitting along one of the baselines, you lose the sort of lateral aspect of seeing whether something is inside or outside. And if you are, you know, if you're sitting out in center field, your depth perception is compressed. So you can't like a, a pitch that moves a lot. You can't necessarily do a good job of like tracking, you know, the time aspect of like where it is, you know, where the ball is in relation to, you know, its path from the pitcher to home plate versus where it is in the strike zone at any given point. So, like, you're always missing something. But, like, it's, I don't know. I don't necessarily feel the need to have the the strike zone box view of everything. Also, the strike zone box is terrible and uh, makes people irrationally angry and it should be removed post haste well joe west was removed so maybe it'll get better who knows it won't (laughs) um but in mentioning kind of where where people sit and this was this was going to be my next question is so we've discussed you know viewers we are the consumers we're the ones who pay for a lot of this stuff and and we're the ones who the advertising is is aimed at um i do wonder how <laughs> and speaking of the olympics there's really no example because there aren't there isn't anyone there to watch it right now for the most part um max what do you think the impact on on like the prioritization and and value of seats is on this because you know as, as kevin mentioned and as we mentioned with baseball there there are different places you can sit that give you um you know, different thoughts, but I've never been to a professional football game, but I am curious how, how that impacts when you're in the game is, is the priority to, to view it like you do on TV or, or because you're in the arena, is there, do you maybe feel different about what seats you want to have? That's an interesting question. I think my gut would be to get a seat that replicates the experience I'm used to on TV because that's where I'm most comfortable viewing the sport with the exception of also wanting to be as close to the action slash players as possible. Mm-hmm. So if you think of a football game, it's like, would I rather be 
three rows up right on the 50 or in the fifth row, but behind an end zone. And I, I genuinely don't know which one I'd prefer because watching a f- football game at near ground level behind an end zone is probably extremely difficult. I, I don't know that I've done it before, but that's not a very good angle to view the game because to Sean's point, it's a 300 feet and without any height, <laughs> how can you can't really see what's going on? You're, you're stuck drinking $24 Bud Lights and watching the Jumbotron at that point, I think. So... That's my gut reaction. Well, yeah, I mean, we we all went to UVA. We all have presumably watched at least one UVA football game from the hill. And mm-hmm. being at the bottom of the hill is like the worst place to be if you are trying <clears throat> to watch the game for that yeah. exact reason. Because like half the time, play is happening down to the other end of the field. And, you know, what's the point? You can't – you have no idea whether they're on the two-yard line or the 42-yard line, basically. Yeah. And then it's kind of cool when stuff is coming at you, uh, like in the red zone. Like that's yeah. that's neat. I, my personal take is that the best place to be in any sporting stadium is always the first row of the upper deck. Yeah, I see that. That's how I you am. get the best. That's how you get the best full court full field view i I think the the biggest thing that you add in a stadium that you don't have to worry about on on a screen and again this is why this is why the spider camera the raised camera adds something is as soon as you start messing with height um i mean that has a big impact i mean yeah it's Mm -hmm. it's not just that you're far away at football games and, and things like that but you get that height i mean that is something that and i've only been to I've been to a couple tennis matches, but you know, the tennis is an interesting one because you usually get that, that North South view. You are behind the serving player or, you know, whatever the case may be. Maybe it's the person who's, who's not serving, but you, you get that. Um, and it's a good view because you can see everything, but, but once you get some height in a tennis arena, you, you know, you can kind of get that wherever you are. I mean, the lines get a little confusing, but it, it's a lot of it, the impact comes from that height. And like, yeah, the first seat in the upper deck can be really nice for, for that reason because you can get the angles and you can look down upon it, which I think is a big help. Yeah, I'm glad Sean brought up being near the end zone of like being able to see that action. I think there's actually two ways to consume this though because it makes me immediately think of like, if you're there, it's definitely not the best position to watch the entirety of the game and be results focused on the game. Yeah. But you could enjoy the moment of a touchdown. And it reminds me of my, my parents have always wanted to go to France to watch the Tour de France. And if you've ever watched that on TV, you know that the viewers are not watching the, the Tour de France. They're watching people zoom by for 10 seconds and that's it. So it's like a, it's a very different sporting event. Obviously, there's no way to watch the Tour de France in person the way you watch it on TV because you need to follow the action. Right. But it does kind of make me think you're, you're maybe not there to watch the race. You're there to experience the action. And it's it's it can be very different from that perspective. I mean, Max, you're making a case that the only person who's gotten this right ever is Booger McFarland. When he, yeah, when the he wrote on the thing. So, but it's brilliant. It's it's brilliant because he yeah. uses it like we do, but with height. It was brilliant, except for the people behind him. Um, but so uh, one thing we haven't brought up that I find it so fascinating. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to make today. sure to bring it up because Pierce brought this up as like we're we're getting the difference between as a viewer and as the players. And I feel like there's already a medium where this is attempted to be solved, and that is sports video games. I'm so because where I wanted to go. 
Because I always think of, like, when you immediately brought this up, I thought of, like, well, Madden, which is the biggest football video game there is, is played vertically, whereas I believe most basketball video games are actually played horizontally. I think it's the only one. You can change it, I think, but those are the defaults. I think Madden is maybe NHL. I think NHL switches back and forth. Yeah. But the last NHL game I played, no, it was definitely vertical because so is FIFA. But, yeah, Madden is the only... The only one that I know for sure, like the default camera view is different from what you think of as the default broadcast view. And that's interesting, but it's like, you know, it's fixed. It's fixed in such a way like you are kind of trying to get some of the perspective of the quarterback. But Mm -hmm. there was an experiment Mm -hmm. way back in the before times. ESPN. NFL 2K5. That is exactly what I was thinking. Had of. a mode <laughs> where you would actually see from inside, you'd look out from a helmet. And based like there'd be like a strip of tape with a name on it so you could tell who you were controlling at any given point. And you actually had that player's field of vision. And it was touted as this revolutionary thing putting you, you know, uh, fuck EA Sports. This is how you're in the game. And it was horseshit. It was absolutely unplayably terrible. Yes, they fooled me. They they took my fifty bucks and ran. Mine too. Mine I, too. I think one thing that, that that highlights is that you know really with these things is that there are uh, you need something that captures all the players on the team. Right. And it, it just didn't work. But, you know, I do think that there will probably be some amount of VR stuff coming. And so, so yeah. plenty of failed experiments. But sure I was going to say, I have a solution for you all. And it's right there. It's just waiting for us. And, and, and actually, they're doing it at the, the, the basketball league for, for the younger folks here in Atlanta. The answer's in the metaverse. It's right there. It's waiting for us. The the road is is <laughs> gold coins from from the bit mines and and the the crypto junkies. Um, it's right there. It's just we're all gonna watch it in the metaverse. That is actually what they're doing at the again. I can't remember the basketball league, but the the up and coming one that they pay all the players um, here in Atlanta um, is is there. They are hoping to make money off of having events and watching the games in the metaverse. I, I don't know who was asking the question that that shit is supposed to answer, but I know it wasn't me. <laughs> I, it's I think that that that's just that is what it is, uh, is is like it is an entertainment product and, you know, people people put them on their heads and then your little avatar is able to sit in the stands and watch the game and get things like depth and get things like um, height um, from your couch. And and I get it. We also did the thing where where they would broadcast the World Cup in 3D on your TV and no one liked it. So I mean, <laughs> we did that. Yeah, yeah. There. I mean, there was there was. Well, I know ESPN and ABC did a bunch of stuff with oh like God. 3D sportscast. Uh, some years. They did the Rose Horrifying. Bowl in 3D. Now, I, I the field at the Rose Bowl is is the real winner there. But like, I, you know, I I don't need to see grass in 3D on my TV. I, I mean, th- this has been attempted before, and that's kind of what we've been been saying. Is and 
I don't know. I don't. I don't want to buy a, another thing that is not a TV to watch TV. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these things have all kind of stood the test of time too, from what I can tell. Like, even though broadcasting of football and basketball games has gotten five million times better, it's kind of always been the same angles. Yeah. I. I don't know. There. There is a part of me that wants to be contrarian and say that just because something has stood the test of time that doesn't mean it's good see jackson comma mark and van gundy comma jeff but like yeah well they they hate the sports they, that they're employed they, to talk about right and yet they still get paid to do it uh but like you know i don't know man it's this, this is one of those things where like i don't i don't think the the visual way that we watch sports is really all that broken I I don't think it's I don't think it's broken. Um, And and so me saying it was wrong is incorrect to say that it is completely right. As we just went over it. But there are ways you could change it. But to your point, it's the test of time. It it seems to me like the person asking for the metaverse coverage is Pierce. (laughs) You're the one that wants to be able to watch the sports from the player's perspective. Am I wrong? I guess I do. You know, the alternative would be to just switch careers now. It would be a long journey and I may not make it, Um, but determination to watch sports as they're meant to be. What is, I really want, good reason is any. What I really want is I want to be able to be in a VR environment where I am the offensive lineman trying to stop Aaron Donald, and you get to feel the pain as you're doing it. That oh, would be no. pretty cool. Wow. No, that's <laughs> masochist no VR for Kevin. Well, so that reminded me, we're getting. I was speaking of the Olympics. I was watching. I don't think it was Super G. It's like the slower, fast skiing race. I don't know what it's called. The one where they take like two minutes to get down, but it's not a slalom. Mini G, normal G. Anyway. Uh, to show the course before it started, they had a man with a, a, a person with a first-party camera. G, I just looked. Uh, do the course, and they showed the course in first person, and it was, it was cool, but but pretty nauseating. Yeah, and I definitely wouldn't want to watch the entire sport like that. It would be unwatchable. <laughs> but it is kind of like a cool added bit of added flavor. Sure, and it, it was not during the event, so yeah. it's like you know you cho- can choose to consume that or or not. It's similar to how they show the you know the speed as the p- person's going. The one thing they need in a lot of these Olympic events, as we all know, is they need the uh, the drafted average person to compete, so we know how impressive it is. Um, but someday they may add that. We'll see. You know, I'd like to see the guys skiing seventy next to Kevin skiing, so yeah, I know how no, impressive it is that they're skiing seventy. Kelsey McKinney from Defector did a, a a good a good tweet about that, saying just a reminder to anyone at the IOC or NBC Sports who wants to take me up on it is that you should always see a regular person do the event first. Hundred <laughs> percent. I that would be that would be the most revolutionary broadcasting really change just like I would you're love just that. like a high school star or something you know sure yeah, yeah not not like an accountant i don't want to see an accountant run the 40 at the combine i do kind of want to see you know someone who like who flamed out and didn't quite make it that's what i want to see just give me a frame of reference uh, i kind of want to see the accountant <laughs> On the luge, like, you know, I want to see Max going down on the luge. You see all them and they're zooming by and I'm like, that's not that impressive. And then you see me going, you know, they're going 100. I'd be going like 15 screaming. (laughs) Probably how it would go. (laughs) 
Yeah. We'll never know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we, we've... I think we've chopped that one up pretty good. Should we uh, move on to Pierce Asari? So this is uh, this is an exercise in a failure of persuasive skills. Um, so on the way to Asheville, or maybe this was the way back. Um, there is there's this uh, there's this place called Jaymore Farms in North Georgia that you can stop at, and it's like one of those like country stores. It's 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 not dissimilar to um, well. Yoders. Y- Yoder. I was going to say that, but like a small audience would know who that is or know what that is. Um, but, you know, you can get like, you know, jams and jellies and, and relishes and pickles and stuff. <clears throat> and so one of the and they come in various sizes. So one of the things we picked up was um, uh, sweet potato butter. It's a lot like apple butter, but with sweet potatoes. Cool. It's amazing. I had not tried it when we purchased it. Sounds like pumpkin um, butter. It, uh, yeah, it's it's exactly. It's it's very similar to that. Um so uh it was getting purchased i was not purchasing it and it it came in a very small container and i saw that there were larger containers and i said are you sure that you don't want a larger container because these are also things like they are not scaled in any ways like one that's twice as large as a dollar more and stuff like that and the answer i received was no even though i was offering and I have already apologized in my household for not pushing harder on this matter as I have consumed basically all of the sweet potato butter <laughs> because because it is delightful. It's got it, it it has some like I think there's other stuff in it, but it's got like a a, a fruity sweetness to it, if which is kind of weird. Um, it is very much like apple butter, but it also you know that you're having a a sweet potato uh type thing so um you know stop at those places i think that's important to do and always size up yeah i sometimes you just gotta tell not ask yeah <laughs> uh the 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 mirage of agency <laughs> um all right well we'll do a big idea from pop culture and i I don't know. I don't know that I've really taken in anything all that new in the last few days, but uh, Mardi Gras is approaching and uh, what that means is that every once in a while uh, I will get a text from my parents with a short video of the school in our neighborhood, uh, their marching band practicing uh, by walking through the neighborhood and playing music uh, during school hours. And it's just like, you know, it's great. It's wonderful. You know, there there's a, a, a joy and an exuberance to it that far outweighs any, you know, inconvenience that comes with sort of unexpected midday blaring noise on the streets of a residential neighborhood. Like, it's awesome in a way that the jackass that lives in my complex and revs his Mustang up to 400 decibels multiple times a day. Like, that's not endearing at all. But Alice Hart Middle School uh, sending its its band through through the West Bank of New Orleans is. So I've, I've been I've been enjoying that. And it's uh, getting me in the spirit of the season. So, you know, that's kind of cool. Uh, unfortunately, I, I did not wind up watching Pig last week after I said I was maybe going to watch it that night. Um, so that that would have been my my big idea, but I didn't pull it off. Um, but 
I have pulled off finding us another Rolling Stone rock trivia question for this week. So, Bono's full-length nickname, Bono Vox, was taken from what kind of shop in Dublin? Is it A, a record shop, B, a hearing aid shop, C, a guitar shop, or D, a pornography shop? Well, my Latin is public school. Kevin said B. It's got to be B. That was my gut as well, but I don't want to say the same thing. I mean, you're you're competing, so yeah. If it was, if it was your gut, it's fine to say the same thing. I'm gonna stick with B. Yeah. All what right. was A? Uh, was a record shop? Yes. I'm gonna do D. All right. For the first time ever, two of you are correct. It's a hearing oh. aid shop. Yes. I wanted to be different because I knew I was in the lead. So <laughs> this is what I get. So con- congratulations to Max and Kevin for is is this the first time on the board for either of you? I, I think, think this it, is my second. It time. must be. Okay. Oh, Definitely okay. couldn't possibly be. <laughs> well, I, I will, get most uh, of them right on the second or third guess. Sure. Uh, well, I'll I'll update the the spreadsheet according. Try playing to the game from my perspective. We're <laughs> God damn it. We're uh, we're close. I think we've been doing this for about a month now, so we were we're uh, getting close to our first update. That's that's my my plan that I I definitely discussed with you guys before, which is that I'll roll out a, a just a sort of standings check every month. Uh, so we'll do that next time. Uh, you know, an enticement to to keep you coming back for more because that's the end of the show. Uh, you can find us at our home on the web, www.prettyokpod.com, or subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice. Uh, either way, please tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share it with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Thanks for listening. Now on the other I can have it all